evening, everyone. Welcome to RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am your host, Lord Amadeus, the owner and CEO of RAWF. With me this evening, the my ever-lovable co-host... Ladies and gentlemen, he is El Vacant. Good evening, El Vacant. Hola, señor. Como esta? Ah, I'm all right. We're here in Dublin, Ireland, one night before Cataclysm, here at Aviva Stadium. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a huge night. Tomorrow night is Cataclysm. Uh, but before we get into all of that, why don't we start out with you? I think you, did you get the rankings I sent you there? I, I did. I, I have them right here. All right. Well, why don't we start everybody off by updating them on the rankings then? All right. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. This is the seven out of twelve. Seven out of twelve. Keep this seven. Seven. Twelve. So time to go here, right? Um, and we do have a extra points tourney winner in this announcement. So when I get to that person's name, I will point that out. But uh, here we go. In twenty-fifth place, we have Strangleheart. In twenty-fourth place, we have Luke Cage, the power player. In 23rd place, we'll look at a hot time in the list tonight. We got the wildfire. In 22nd place, we have the immortal grip. That's really 22nd? That's pretty good. Yeah, all right. Um, all right. In 21st place, we have Papa Shaker. That's too fun to say. In 20th place, we have everyone's favorite name for me to say. <laughs> In 19th place, we have the pure one himself, Uber Vegan. In 18th place, we have Cassie Joe. In 17th place, we have you know, my, one of my favorite redheads, Mave O'Hara. Hola, Mave. I see you out there. The, the laugh is all ready for you when you come in. Insane. In 15th place, we have Mr. Purple himself, the paragon of greatness in 15th place. In 14th place, we have Dr. Kent. I really need to meet this guy. I still, like, he keeps being on here. I say his name every week. I've never met him. I don't, like, who is this guy? Uh, in 13th place, a guy I don't really actually ever need to meet again, Money Sue, because, you know, he just talks your ear off for, like, ever. Like, you, you get alone with him, and you start looking over his shoulder, looking at people like, help me, help me, and then they leave you there. It's horrible. Right. In 12th place, we have Denzel the Giant. Yes, very much. Good, good for him. In 11th place, we have Claymore. In 10th place, we have Deez. In 9th place, we have Killer Neptune. In 8th place, we have Starlight. In 7th place, we have Dev. In 6th place, we have the Teflon Sheik. In 5th place, we have our extra points winner, Rattlesnake Ron. And in fourth place, we have the Hawkster Bully. Yeah, it's good to see him getting back up in the race. He, he kind of lulled there for a little bit. So good for him. In third place, 
We have Domino Warrior, no stunning there. She's been, you know, dominating in the top five for a while now. So good for her. In second place, oh, look at that. Look, someone's coming back, you know, after a couple of months of, you know, eh, so-so placements. We have in second place right now, we have Simply the Best. And in first place, a person who may argue with that last person's name, Mithras the Title Machine. There you go. That is our top 25 as it stands, seven out of 12 matches. Seven out of 12, a little way halfway through, and uh, it's starting to shake up, shape up. We'll see what happens. Uh, no surprise, no, not huge surprises on the top 25, although Starlight and her return to RAWF doing pretty good for herself at number eight. All right, so let's get to some GM reports. We'll start. Uh, I've got a message from the Cougar. Uh, about her two divisions report for tonight anything goes first congratulations to hobo for retaining his title also congratulations to the following for making it into the next round dw wolfie mithras liam o'shaughnessy starlight and denzel the giant their next match will be a submission match submission match rules normal wrestling moves apply you must use a hold move on your opponent before the pin these matches have started Denzel the Giant gets a buy in the first round, in this round. Then the High Voltage Invitational. Congratulations to Mithras for winning this season. It was by the vote of the GMs for the best TT match that pushed him over the edge. Securing positions for next season are Denzel the Giant, simply the best, uh, Rattlesnake Ron, and the loser of the title match at Cataclysm. If anyone wants to drop from next season, please notify Cougar ASAP. Thank you. Love Cougs. All right. That's from Cougar. Congratulations to Mithras. Uh, he will be challenging the White Lightning champion. Uh, so, with that being said, moving on to let's bring on our awesome 32 to 1 GM. She is. When the sharpest words want to cut me down. The sin of blood gonna drown him out. I am brave, I am brutal, I am who I'm meant to be. This is me. Look out, cause here I come. And I'm marching on to the beat I drum. I'm not scared to be seen. I make no apologies. This is me. Ladies and gentlemen, she is Raven the Enchanted joining us now on After Hours. Good evening, Raven. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Hello, pretty lady. Hello, honey. How are you? Oh, you know, doing pretty good. Pretty good. It's always lovely to see you. 
So how's things going? I would say how's it feel to be home, but you know, I'm telling an English woman they're home when they're in Ireland. It's, I believe insulting. <laughs> yeah. Last week, last week you were home. Did you enjoy London? Yes, last week I was home. I'm never allowed to be at home much. <laughs> I get one week a month, a year. I don't know. How often are we in London? Yeah, once a year. Yeah, about once a year. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Raves, how are things going over in the 32 to one division? Well, you know, we're we're still waiting. I've got, I thought I had two matches left, but apparently one. <laughs> I got a sneaky win at the end. So, yeah, so still waiting for one match to finish off with week two, but I can tell you who's gone through if you want. Sure. Okay, we have Teflon, we have Griff, Beast, Count of Monte Cristo, Paragon, Strangleheart, DW. The one we're waiting on is Claymore versus Killer. So there you All go. Right. And next week is Hardcore. Ooh, all right. So next week is hardcore. Uh, yeah. The winner, of course, whoever that. Now, just to be just uh, just just to be clear, if Griff's still in it and wins it, what does, what happens then? He gets to pick his opponent. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. All right. Just wanted to make clarify <laughs> that and make sure that is the case. Uh, yeah. So that that is season thirty-two. And he gets one. To the rules as well. I mean, he just gets the lot, doesn't he? <laughs> yes, 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 he does. But that's a, the champion's should, advantage. Actually, if he wins it and he picks the opponent, opponents, maybe I should pick the rules because unfair advantage on him if he gets to pick both. <laughs> well, no, not necessarily. I mean, that. Uh, he did I don't deserve know. it though if he gets there. Right. So that is our update for season fifteen of thirty-two to one. Uh, any any ideas on where season sixteen is going to emanate from? Haven't quite decided yet. All right. Not sure. I'm working well, on it. Well, since I since I suggested what it was for season fifteen, uh, you're gonna have to do, do you figure out do season, season sixteen as well. <laughs> no, no. I'm oh, saying okay. maybe. Maybe down the road, maybe for season 17, I'll pick a place. How does that sound? Okay, well, maybe I'll leave it to the the chat. If anyone can decide where they want to go for season 16, let me know. If All you right, haven't already you been there. But do your homework. Find out where we've been. And if you haven't been there, that's where we can go. All right. <laughs> so, Raven, tomorrow at Cataclysm, uh, would you like to spin the wheel yeah. and find out who you face? Oh, going in. <laughs> All right, let's do it since you're here. <laughs> Uber Vegan TPO will be your opponent oh, tomorrow. Oh, crap. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Why? Well, don't blame me. Blame, blame the wheel. <sighs> that damn wheel. It's not, it wasn't me. Um, so have fun with that. He's a tough opponent. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Where's Judgey when you need him? You can distract him. That's fine. I'll find Judge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything you'd like to add? Anything Anything else to add to your report before I 
move to um, other reports? No, I am definitely now on the ball. So the match, as soon as the last match is done, I will make round three. I am very sorry about the gap between one and two. I had other things to do. And someone said New Zealand. I think it was Wildfire, actually, or Griff. I think they both said it at the same time. I don't know. But, yes, New Zealand, I can do. So we'll go to New Zealand. Thank you. All right. <laughs> So with that being said, by the way, uh, Raven earlier, just a little while ago, hit the starting button on the Larry the Panther uh, Memorial Tournament. So good luck luck to all in that. So uh, good job and and a very good job. Very good job. Can I just say thank you very much for everyone who donated and joined. I was um, pretty much floored by the response. And it meant a lot, so thank you. And I'm not allowed to cry today, so no tears today. <laughs> All right. So uh, that tournament will be underway. And, again, thanks to everyone who donated. And thank you, Raven, for organizing that over in Big Money Wrestling. All right. Thank you, Raven. Moving on now, uh, this is... The tag report from Unstoppable. Congrats to Brute Force, who will be facing the tag team champions, Swords and Scimitars, at Cataclysm. Uh, uh, the top three teams went undefeated this season. The top five tag teams in Season 7 are, in first, Brute Force, which is Strangleheart and Simply the Best. In second place, the tag champs, Swords and Scimitars, Teflon Sheik and Claymore. In third place was Hellbound, Rattlesnake Run, and Devilson. In fourth place, place are the Bards of St. Bridget, which was Irish icon Marcus Conan and Liam O'Shaughnessy, and in fifth place were Amore, Slashy, and DW. The next season of Tags is still open for signups. We'll be closing tomorrow after the pay-per-view radio show, and the Extra Points tourney is open for signups. Signups will close next Saturday, September 25th. That from Unstoppable. Thank you, Unstoppable. And uh, Let's see here. Let's bring on now our Powerball GM, the chairman of RAWF. He is. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the Razor. Good evening, Razor. Good evening, L.A. So, anything to report from Powerball? Well, in a, in a day or two, be looking for the scene to reopen to guess your numbers for the upcoming Powerball season for the next pay-per-view after the one that's Cataclysm. Yeah, Cataclysm's tomorrow, and the following pay-per-view will be Graveyard Smash. And uh, looking forward to see if Russian Hammer can pull an upset. Mm, yeah, exactly. That is the story of that match, certainly. Killer Neptune defending against 
the Russian Hammer, an opportunity for Russian Hammer to win his first R.A.W.F. championship. And uh, that one should be uh, a pretty good match. We'll have to see if the Russian Hammer uh, can pull off what I would consider a massive upset. So uh, anything, uh, anything else you'd like to add, Razor? That's it, sir. All right. Well, since I let Raven in on who she was facing tomorrow, would you like to find out who you're facing tomorrow? Sure, why not? All right. Let's get the wheel back over here. Uh, who do you want to spin, spin me or, me or uh, El Vacant here? Uh, you can go ahead and do it. Okay. I see. Uh, no love for me. It's fine. No love. No <laughs> love for El Vacant. And you drew El Monstru de Cupi, or is it Monstru? Yeah, how how do you pronounce that? El Monstru de Cupi. Is that how it? I, I, I've never known how quite. El Monstru de Cupi. De Cupi. But that's your opponent tomorrow uh, on cat in Cataclysm Razor. Good luck. Thank you, sir. All right. So, with that being said, it's now time to go to talk about Cataclysm and all the matches we have signed L Vacant. This one's going to be an interesting list, to say the least. Uh, main event for the World Heavyweight Championship, the Immortal Griffith taking on the Teflon Sheik. For the Platinum Dragon Championship, it'll be Claymore taking on his fellow Necessary Evil member and former Platinum Dragon Champion, Mithras the Title Machine. Expect me to say that a few more times. Uh, that being Mithras, the title machine. Denzel, the giant, defends the national title against the unsettled Chris Cage. Dees defends the men's championship against Mithras, the title machine. Kitty Kabam defends your estrogen championship against newcomer T-Mac. Uh, Mave O'Hare to defend the Midnight Hobo championship against the Hawkster Bully. Liam O'Shaughnessy defends the Fubar City championship against the Rattlesnake Ron. <laughs> Luke Cage defends the Triple Crown Championship against Simply the Best and Papa Shaker. Beast will defend his Multimedia Championship against Wildfire. Uh, Killa Neptune defends the Powerball Championship against the Russian Hammer. Chris K- the Unsettled Chris Cage defends the White Lightning Championship against Mithras the Title Machine. Killa Neptune defends the Champion's Choice Championship against Raven the Enchanted. Raven can only use moves that start with the letter X. Uh, hopefully, maybe we can get Raven back on here to talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, Hatfield and McCoy, Denzel the Giant, defends against Mithras the Title Machine. Uh, Swords and Scimitars defends against the Brute Force. Uh, the Immortal Griffith defends the Supreme Fighter Championship against the Rattlesnake Ron. Big and for the vacate for the vacated Insane Mofo Championship, it'll be Big Papa versus Killa Neptune. Also, in a Lumberjack match, Luke Cage takes on Aggie. Uh, Kane, the governor, will take on Nightcrawler. Dev will take on Aaron McFadden in in rankings matches as well. And more to come as the night goes on. So, El Vacant. Big story here, I think. Mithras, the title machine, challenging for four different titles. We've got... The Platinum Dragon, the White Lightning, the Men's Championship, and the Hatfield McCoy Championship. He could essentially walk away 
with all four. Uh, who give me an over and under of how many belts Mithras the Title Machine walks away from Cataclysm with? Hmm. Let's see. So he's going uh, Platinum Dragon versus who? Claymore. Claymore. All right. So that's in the air. That's fifty-fifty. All right. Then he's going Men's versus who? D's. D's. Oh, that's that's also going to be a close fight. So that we'll keep that in the air. Uh, he's going. Um, let's White see. Lightning. White Lightning is who? Chris Cage. Chris Cage. Okay. Right. And then the last one again was? Uh, Hatfield McCoy against Denzel the Giant. Oh, okay. Look, let's be clear. He doesn't have any easy matches there. Um, hmm. Let me think about that. I think I'd say he comes out with three of the four belts. Ooh, but I don't know three which one he wants to win. You don't know, but you, you're not gonna you're not gonna go out on a limb and predict which one which one he loses. No, okay. look, I, I think the one that he is least likely to win, and I don't mean unlikely, I just mean least likely compared to the others, is Platinum. Right? I think his toughest match of the night is going to be Claymore. They know each other really well. They go back and forth a lot. You know, one beats one, one beats the other. You know, like it's and and they're in the same stable. Like I think that is going to be the toughest fight for him of the night. Not to mention it will be the last fight of the night, so he's going to have That's gone true. through three other matches. This is true. A big night for Mithras, the title machine, uh, challenging for four RAWF championships. But let's be clear. Uh, Look, like if he walks out with all four, I will not be stumped, right? I will not be like, oh, my God, how did you do that? I'll just be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh Killing Neptune is in three title matches, defending the Powerball Championship and Champion's Choice while challenging, uh, well, actually, you know, he and pa- Big Papa, they're both challengers, to the insane mofo. Uh, I think we know Killa is going to win the Champion's Choice more, more than likely, and it's a, unless some sort of miracle uh, move comes out, um, with starting with the letter X. But uh, who do you like? How do you like Killa's odds of walking away with three victories at Cataclysm? I I like them pretty high because I don't think that his opponent can move. <laughs> I mean, Russian Hammer, we, we've we never seen him in a title match before. So does that make him an unknown or does that just make him lucky to be in the title match? I, I mean, sure, he's an unknown, but... You know, I, I wasn't unless he starts inventing moves like the xylophone crusher. I, what is he going to do? No, no, Raven's the one has to do that. Russian Hammer oh, oh, is well, I, okay. powerful. All right, I, my my bad. <laughs> oh, then his odds go up tremendously if he's allowed to actually fight. <laughs> uh, very true. Uh, Rattlesnake Ron challenging for two championships. He's facing Liam O'Shaughnessy for the Fubar City and Griff for the Supreme Fighter. Odds of Rattlesnake Ron winning winning two titles tomorrow. Two titles? Zero. Yeah. Zero. <laughs> One title? Well, no, I shouldn't say zero. It's never zero. It's like 10%. It's like 10% chance. Okay. We'll go with that. Uh, it is going to be a tough one, definitely facing the immortal. Yeah, I mean Liam and Griffith in one night—that's that is that is not that that. I mean, I wouldn't quite go so far as say murderers row, but it, it that's a tough night. It is certainly a tough night for uh, Rattlesnake Ron, but he is a grizzled no, veteran. No, no, Mithras. Mithras has a murderers row. Yeah, Mithras somewhat literally. Chris is in that list. Yes. Yes, absolutely. 
All right, so let's talk about now Chris Cage. He will be defending the White Lightning against Mithras, but also challenging Denzel the Giant. Kind of a triangle there between Denzel, Mithras, and Chris Cage. But uh, Chris Cage, can he walk out with two titles tomorrow? Could he? Yes. I actually suspect what's going to happen is he's going to trade the belts. You think he'll lose the White Lightning to Mithras, but win the national title from Denzel? That is what I suspect will happen. Okay. All right. That's a good, that's a, I like that. All right. Let's talk about now the immortal Griffith versus the the Teflon Sheik for the world heavyweight championship. Uh, So Sheik has actually faced the immortal Griffith two in two matches over the last few weeks, one for the ultimate gauntlet, the other one in a house show, uh, and both times he kind of walked away from the match, uh, you know, kind of giving Griffith the match in both cases. I don't see him doing that for the World Heavyweight Championship, but what do you make of what the Teflon Sheik did just in those two matches? I, I got nothing. I, 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 I'm sure in his head he's got some plan bubbling and he thinks there's a good plan. I, I, I think all he did was take away his own chance of building any momentum. No, I mean, you could be right. I, I, now, I, I, on the other hand, it also means effectively he had time off because, you know, it was two matches he didn't take any injuries in. He's been healed. True, true. And he didn't, and he didn't give Griff, not, not that Griff needs a scouting report, but, you know, he didn't give in, Griff anything to work with uh, as far as scouting goes going into that match tomorrow. So, yeah, we shall see. Teflon, he, he spoke earlier. Uh, about that we'll talk about that when we talk to the immortal griffith in just a little bit uh let's see tag team championship match should be a good one swords and scimitars taking on brute force uh sheik and claymore of course one of the better teams in rawf uh history to be honest with you Uh, at least they're making a case for that but Strangleheart and STV, both solid competitors. They seem to be working pretty good as a team. Who do you like when it, when Swords and Simvitars meets up with Brute Force? I, I hate to say it, but I I, I kind of smart money. I think is on Swords and Simvitars. I don't like that, but it's true. You okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. I was, uh... all right. So, yes, I agree. It's going to be a hell of a match. You think, you think, I think Swords and Scimitars definitely with the advantage they've been working together longer and they definitely have the pedigree. Uh, But Strangleheart, STB, we will see if they can be the next tag team champions tomorrow at Cataclysm. I mean, it Uh, certainly happened, right? I mean, they're not a bad team by any stretch of the imagination. I just, I just don't think it's likely. I yeah, agreed. Agreed. All right. So with that being said, let's bring on, I think, time to start off with the World Heavyweight Champion, get his take on what we just talked about with the Teflon Sheik. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome.
Ladies and gentlemen, your world heavyweight champion, he is the immortal Griffith. Good evening, Griffith. And good evening to you, sir. Well, so we just talked about the Teflon Sheik. He's had two matches with you in recent history, both of them. Uh, he kind of walked away from, if you will, kind of uh, gave up or and allowed you to, to win the matches. At least that's the way he's seeing it. How do you see what he did? I couldn't care less, to be honest. I look, uh, he he. Everything is a giant scheme to him. To me, I get in the ring, I do what I do. The chips fall where they fall. They happen to fall in my favor a lot because, you know, I don't suck at this. Um, he wants to give me two free wins and two easy nights. Sure, I'll take those paychecks. Uh, I mean, I feel a little bad for the fans. They paid to see a fight, and they didn't get it. Uh, but, you know, I used the opportunities to go out and have, you know, do autograph sessions for the fans and try to, you know, give them something for their hard-earned, you know, money, because we all know that I'm the reason they come to these shows. So, you know, we need to give them the proper dose of, of immortality, as it were. So, you know, but look, he, I'm sure somewhere in his son-addled brain, he thinks that doing this somehow got him some advantage over me. I, I, I don't know what it would be. I, I really don't. I mean, he's like, now what, like, oh, and 74 against me? I don't know. Whatever it is. It's like, he's just, like, good for him. Yay. I, I'm, I'm so, how, what is it, what does the kid say today? He's owned? Yes, he owned me. Yeah, that's what it was. I feel so owned. Well, here's what the Sheik had to say earlier this week in the Cataclysm preview scene. Um, it's finally come around. The timing is perfect. The Sheik is at the top of the rankings, even ahead of Griffith for the entire year to date. I give you nothing to crow about. I've given you nothing to crow about since Philadelphia Freedom. You and I bo- both know deep down that I'm more, to the, more of, of a threat than you dare to let on to the masses. But that's okay. Downplay me, please. Go ahead and say the Sheik is a coward. Say that I'm a pusillanimous. Pusillanimous. That. that. Specifically, he's a pusillanimous toe rag. Okay, he's a pusillanimous something or other. Cling to the current win-loss record between us. Do it all, I implore you. Because your ego has made you blind, if only slightly. You cannot conceive of a loss, so you don't consider it publicly. But we both know that history is irrelevant and that at Cataclysm, we're stepping into the ring. Two men, one title, the greatest title of them all. And you know that I will do whatever it takes to win it. The talking is finally done. It's all come down to this match. And when that bell rings, the butterflies that denied you, the butterflies you denied that you had start to flutter. The Sheik will know, and that's when you're going to go down courtesy of the Fist of Allah. And as the new champion, you will all bow to me, dogs. That, from, that was a quote from the Teflon Sheik. Your response. <sighs> His, deli- his delusions of adequacy know no bounds. <laughs> he thinks that I have butterflies because of him? He, he's like, he tries to play down that history doesn't matter. Well, of course he wants to say history doesn't matter because he doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't want to remind himself that he has faced me for titles eight 
times, and all eight times, he has been sent home wanting. He doesn't want to remember, and he doesn't want anyone else to remember, that his record against me is abysmal. And that is no fluke. It is no fluke that he doesn't beat me. He doesn't beat me because he can't beat me, because he isn't as good as me. And it's simple. It's a very, very simple piece of math that even he can put together. And unfortunately, he has put together, and that's why he's scrambling to do anything he can to change the narrative, because the narrative that's already been written is that he is not the hero of this story. He is merely an obstacle in the hero's path to be overcome and forgotten. By the next chapter, no one will remember his name, and they won't remember his anonymous defeat. All they will remember is that the hero of the story continued forward. And Sheik, I know sometimes, you know, I use big words. I, I go off on tangents that you can't quite understand. So just for you, I'll let you in on a secret. The hero of this story is an immortal. And that isn't you, son. All right. And uh, tomorrow night, you take on the Teflon Sheik World Heavyweight Championship on the line. He seems he seems confident. It almost seems like he was trying to play mind games with you. Um, but I know, I know from personal experience, that doesn't work too often against you. So we'll see what happens tomorrow night at Cataclysm, live from Dublin, Ireland, here at Aviva Stadium. Real quick, Rattlesnake Ron challenging you for the Supreme Fighter Championship, kind of like a a, a pre-match uh, hors d'oeuvre, if you will. Uh, not that Ron's an hors d'oeuvre, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, talk to me about the match against Ron. Uh, look, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be point blank honest about that. I am considerably more concerned about Rattlesnake than I am about Chief. Rattlesnake actually knows how to wrestle. Ooh, ouch. Uh, yeah, yes, he does. He doesn't so more rely on chicanery and his mouth. He relies on coming into the ring and beating the piss out of somebody. And I, I respect that. Maybe I'm forgetting I, I do that sometimes, Blonde. Have you chosen the steps for that match yet? Did you choose those last week or the I, week before? I, I don't know. I think I did. Well, let's check with Raven. Raven? Raven? Are you still with us? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up? Have stipulations been chosen? Did you, or has 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 he yet to get those into you? Um, pretty sure they were chosen. Hang on, I'm sure he did. Can we write that down somewhere in your pay-per-view notes? Oh, I did not. Did he go hardcore? Because I'm pretty sure he went hardcore. Because he said. Yeah, Cage the first time, and I'm pretty sure. Well, you're right. Yeah, Cage was the first time I went hardcore. Yeah, hardcore. Yeah, hardcore. See, little Fubar City action. Little Fubar City action. All right. Yeah. So. All right. (laughs) Is that what you wanted me for? I believe that was what he wanted. Neither of us can remember what I said. (laughs) 
All right. So with that being said, uh, Raven, real quick, I wanted to ask you one other thing since you're here. Yep. <laughs> um, have you developed any new moves that start with the letter X? Yes, I have indeed. Yes. Yes. The, the Xylof- what What's it called? I've got Hex Buster, <laughs> Hex Bear Hug, Hex Arm Chop, <laughs> Hex I'm going to kick your head in for keep making this, <laughs> and Hex I bought an I feel like the Xylophone Crusher. Ah, dear. The Xylophone, what was it? The Xylophone what? Crusher. The Xylophone Crusher. Oh, okay. Yes. Do, do they have xylophones yeah. in in England? I don't. Know. I'm just curious. Yeah, they kind of have xylophones do, everywhere. Yes. It's an instrument. Yes. Okay. Well, yes. We do. Well, you know. They, okay. Just making sure. <laughs> hmm. All right, Raven. Oh, you could also do yeah. with the X-ray machine. So which? Yeah. So so which one is my um my um? Your oh my god! Mad- damn it. Your yes. rankings match against TPO. Oh, fuck. The, the champion's fuck choice does never count. Both anyway. <laughs> the winner plays the xylophone after free blind. <clears throat> no. I mean, she can at least actually do the exploder suplex, right? Exploder suplex. Like, we have one of those. She could do that. So li- I've literally only got one match to focus on, so that's fine, because the other ones I can just turn up and sit down and have a cup of tea. <laughs> All right. So with that being said, thank you, Raven, once again, and thank you, Griff. Good luck to you all okay. tom- both tomorrow night. All right. Uh, let's bring on now. He did not have a GM report tonight, but maybe we can get some interest in sound bites from him. He is the one and only. Recognize that I am not alive. I can vibe. I'm the dance in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the bread to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit on it. Bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block. And I'm baptizing blood of the ball and keep it cheap. Gentlemen, the Paragon of Greatness joining us now here in Dublin. Good evening, Paragon. Good evening, Amadeus. So it's wow. um, it's it's a bit of a bit of a situation here because uh, I got nothing to talk about. Uh, well, not necessarily uh, true. I mean, I've got a wheel here and and, and willing to spin it. Could be a you never know. Might be able to have an interesting spin here. I mean, we could talk about the fact that the Chalupa of Greatness is surprisingly what selling well here in Ireland, like really well. 
I mean, if there's one thing that Paragon of Greatness knows, it's delicious foods. I mean, look at me. But yeah, you're you're correct, LA. Uh, that is something I'm very excited about finding out who my opponent at the pay per view is. Um, I'd love right. to find out. Uh, L vacant, would you would you like to spin the wheel? I'll let you, for a Paragon, sure. or would you prefer I do Paragon? Which, you know, you I you want it? You know, dealer's choice. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, uh, L vacant. Right here we go. Ready? Here we go. Take a big old spin. something to talk about. I don't know what is. I mean, we have a former main event of Immortal happening tomorrow at Cataclysm as you take on Uncle Frank and both of you in the top 25 vying for uh, positions. So talk to me about facing Frank tomorrow at Cataclysm. I I am actually astounded at how perfect that opponent is. Uh it's been a while. It's, it's been a while since I've done this, so uh, please do pardon me if I have to knock the dust off a little bit. Um, I might be a bit rusty. Here's story time with Paragon of Greatness. Oh, goody. April 21st, 2019, State Farm Stadium, Lindell, Arizona. A Tale of Two Heroes. Uncle Frank, Paragon of Greatness, the main event of Immortal Six. The last match in which Paragon of Greatness was seen holding the RAWF World Championship. Because something happened that night as I looked across the ring and saw my brother charging at me, cutting me in half with his spear, and going for that one, two, three. Aside from all of the grandeur of knowing that I had been a part of a classic match that the RAWF universe would remember for years, aside from the pride I had in my brother for finally achieving this feat becoming the world champion, successfully completing his redemption, not only as a professional wrestler, but as a human being. Beside the reaction and the, the, the fact that you couldn't hear people speaking to you in front of your face, the referee checking on me, making sure I was okay after the match, I could barely hear a word coming out of the referee's mouth from the insane reaction from the crowd. Aside from all of the grandeur, all of the spotlight, all of the things in that moment, something really struck me on that night. And it was the satisfaction of knowing that for the RAWF universe, they didn't enjoy just a great match. 
they enjoyed a satisfying conclusion to an epic story, a story with months of lead-in, a story that had so many implications outside of who would become the world champion, a match that told something important. And it was on that night that I caught the bug of storytelling. It was on that night that I realized the best way to deliver something epic and memorable for the RAWF universe was to put real time and effort into crafting something more than just a match. Immortal 7, one year later, Pandora's Box of Fun, and the once-in-a-lifetime main event triple threat match. Two parallel-running, crafted, long-term stories that had the fans on the edge of their seat, caring more about the match than they would normally otherwise. Immortal 8, just last year, The Great Deception, the Say Your Prayers match with Claymore, and the finally, after all of these years, immortal greatness main event one-on-one that the world had been clamoring for since as long as any of us can remember. Two more incredibly epic tales finding their solution at the grandest stage, and it all started with Uncle Frank. So here's another story that I have to tell you. Over the last couple of months I've been I've been down a little bit. It's, it's been a it's been a rough ride getting back to the top. After that loss at Immortal, I've kind of hit a bit of a wall and it's been a it's been a hard rebuild because I put so much effort, so much of myself, my heart, my soul, everything I had into crafting a perfect immortal between the great deception and immortal greatness. I had burned myself out. I had I had gone so hard and so fast at making this amazing moment that I forgot to check on my own constitution, my own wherewithal, and I had burned myself out, much like certain bird of mythology who burned themselves out in an amazing show of combustion and flames. So too, like the phoenix, will Paragon of Greatness once again rise from the ashes and reclaim his spot near the top of the RAWF ladder again. And that can only start by beginning this tale with Uncle Frank, where the entire last three years of my career and focus set a new course and began again. Well, tomorrow it is you versus Uncle Frank, and uh, quite a bit on the line. You, pro- you, you both need to win to get up into up further in the to the top twenty-five. Good luck to you tomorrow, Paragon, uh, taking on the monster of the hills, Uncle Frank. Good luck, sir. Thank you. 
All right. Well, L vacant. That is uh, that is going to be a good match. That's a definitely with something else. Good spin there. Uh, I, I don't know how you managed. Was that the wheel or is that you? I, I mean, like I just grabbed the wheel and spun it. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a quick song break, folks. When we return, uh, we will have more with Cataclysm. Uh, we got Mark Caliber judgments around here and the lovely Mabel Hare also on deck. We'll be back. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Let's go with this one. We walk alone in the unknown. We live to win another victory. We are the
You know what your problem is. You are too prideful. Yes, I think that's it. You have so much pride in what you are, who you are, what you can do, that you lose sight of everything else. Lose sight of reality, even. Have you ever been curious how it feels to be overtaken with madness? Nightmarish images filling your mind. Mm. Your senses playing tricks on you, completely losing grasp on what is reality and what is not. It can start off really simple. Take away someone's senses. Let them stumble in the dark. For as long as it's fun to witness. That is when the tendrils come out. Solidifying the darkness around them. And we're back. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Uh, another cryptic message from our mystery woman, L. Vacant. Creepy. Creepy message. And uh, I think she may be out in the chat, too. She comes tomorrow. She will guide you. Take her hand. She comes tomorrow. So apparently we're going to find out tomorrow, finally, who this mystery woman uh, is. Uh, should be very interesting to say the least. We've heard, been hearing from her for weeks now, uh, building this up. 
Uh, I can't wait to find out exactly who we're talking about, uh, to, who's been on the other side of that microphone, if you will. Um, but yes, very creepy, but still, she sounds like she means business in a way. So, all right. So, L Vacant, I got some other matchups here for people in the chat. I'm sure some of them would like to know who they're facing tomorrow. I see the returning, the returning Allie Knight is out in the chat. Allie, welcome back to active duty in RAWF. She returns to makes her pay-per-view return tomorrow against the Crow, Mark Caliber. Uh, Starlight's out there. Let's see, where is she on this list? A big list. I know I had her on here somewhere. Just give me a second. Ah, she takes on Domino Warrior tomorrow at Cataclysm. That ought to be a good one, actually, since they're both in the top ten. Oh, vacant. Uh, Starlight and Domino Warrior, two uh, tough ladies going at it for a, a big spot in the rankings. Let's see. Who else do we got out there? Denunzio, the Lord of Pain. He will take on Cassie Joe tomorrow at Cataclysm. And uh, I see Alistair Fiend. He's not actually active in RAWF right now. He's doing his own, d- doing some sort of executive stuff, uh, representing the, the Renegades. But uh, maybe he'll, maybe someday he may return to action. Right now, he's doing his, uh, yes, good high-profile match for your Renegade. Exactly, Alistair. He's uh, out there doing his thing. All right. Let's see here. All right, I think that's it. That's all I see. Unless there's somebody out there I missed that didn't know what their match is, I can repeat it. But anyways, the CFO of Renegade. I'm not even sure what that means, but uh, or chief financial officer. He controls. Chief the financial. He 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 tallies the money. He's the money man. Okay. All right. So cool. Awesome. Let's bring on our reigning Midnight Hobo champion tomorrow in her hometown of Dublin, Ireland. She takes on the Hawkster, defends that title against the Hawkster bully. Please welcome. Oh, <laughs> 
Ladies and gentlemen, Black Irish's own Maeve O'Hare is here. Good evening, Maeve. Good evening, Bossman. Good evening, Bacon. Hola. Oh, so, it's so good to be home. I, I bet it is. Something. You brought me something. Uh oh. No, I, I'm, I'm gone. Oh, it's it's a, it's a gift from my mom. From your from your mom? Okay. Mm-hmm. Your mom. Okay. It's barn brack. I, I was sharing it with the folks out there. Uh, but I wanted to make sure that you get some. It it, it don't have no cream filling in it, and it's probably healthier for you than a Twinkie, but it's delicious. What is it? What's it called again? Barn brack. Barn barn barn. Okay. Well, what is what? Okay. Hmm. I'm sorry. You saying barn brat like a brat that lives in a barn? No, 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 no. Barm brack. How do you spell that? It's B-A-R-M-B-R-A-C-K. Gaelic. Probably with a lot of it. B-R-A-C-K. Hmm. I can't win with you. I, I, I speak English to you, and you still don't understand it. Speaking of, hmm. do you really think that we say Dublin? Because I've never in my life heard anyone say Dublin. Did I say Dublin? You said, you said you said Dublin. Hmm. <laughs> that is good stuff. That's, that's raisins in there, right? Mm. Mm. Raisins and uh, currants. A currency. There's money in here. Correct. Not this particular loaf, but around Hall- around Halloween we do bake it in with little trinkets. It's uh, what was it like? Um, over in the states during Lent, uh, they have something down in Orleans called King's Cake that has little bits of stuff baked into it, and it's good luck. It's the same right now. Well, tell your mom I said thank you very much. This is good, mm. and you're right. It probably is oh, better. She's going to be at the show tomorrow, and she is looking forward to meeting you because I've told her all about Boss Man. You know, I broke a molar on one of those babies once. What was that? I look forward to The king's cake, they put a little baby in one piece, and, like, whoever gets baby is supposed to have good luck. I didn't feel very lucky because I broke a tooth. (laughs) Well, you're not meant to eat the baby, Jesus. Well, how else? I mean, it's in the cake. You're not, you're, you're just got to eat the cake. Like, you don't see it. You just put it in your mouth. Next well, thing you know, you, crunch, you, you, you took human-sized bites instead of sticking a whole piece of cake in your mouth at once. The baby, the, the little baby thing was the size of an M&M. Like, maybe a peanut M&M if I was lucky. <laughs> so, I, so, so, Maeve, I'm sure you're, you're, you're being from here in Dublin. Uh, what's your favorite? What's your favorite pub here in town? Which one would you recommend? Um, well, I were telling Wildfire. <laughs> I were telling Wildfire earlier um, about a place called the Gen House, but uh, apparently they're closed right now because of you know, everything. Um, you know, it's hard to pick one, and I, I I'm honestly afraid to recommend one on air. Because if I do, then all the others are going to get mad at me. So uh, I'll, I'll carry it a short list and uh, pass it out after the show. Well, I mean, I, I, the city of Dublin contains 666 licensed pubs. So I mean, that, that and that seems, legal, that seems awful low. Yeah, well, that's what it, that's what I'm getting here. And the legal well, he, said he said licensed. 
The legal drinking age here in Dublin, in Ireland, is 18. So they get, they start them a little younger than what they do in the states. But uh, on the uh, I mean, the old the oldest known pub in Dublin is the Brazen Head, which was established in 1198 AD. So that's a, that's a that's an old pub right there. I'm, I was thinking about trying that one and then any others that you might recommend. Uh, I'll give you a short list. <laughs> you really think that an Irishman left beer sitting around for 900 years? He <laughs> could have forgot a barrel somewhere. How mu- uh, here, here, here's a fun. How many pints of Guinness do you think are produced daily here in Dublin? How many pints of Guinness? I I feel like this is something I should like know intuitively. I'm gonna go with something ridiculous like fifty thousand pints a day. Oh, you're not even close. <laughs> you you you, uh, you said ridiculous. That's ridiculously low. Try try again. I'll give you one more guess. Elvake, you got a guess? I'm gonna go with 1.2 million. How many? 1.2 million. Duh, you're still lowballing it. You still underscored it. It's 10 million pints of Guinness produced daily in Dublin. <laughs> 10 <laughs> million. I'm gonna out myself, and I, I hope that all my local fans can forgive me. I don't care for Guinness. <gasps> Damn. Uh, my, my, dirt, my dirty secret's out. More of a, like a bath ale kind of, kind of chick? Um, I'm actually more into uh, whiskeys than beers. Oh, but at any who, tomorrow, it, tomorrow, I think after the show, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm going to be on the lash, if you will. You know what that means. You know what that means, right, Maeve? You're you're, you're gonna be what now? On the lash. I'm I'm sorry. Now I'm distracted because English is is using offensive language out there. What is he doing? He's being <laughs> offensive. Is what he's doing. Oh, well, at any rate, we got, it should be a good time. <laughs> in is definitely something to get used to. I I, I agree with Wildfire. Uh, the, the texture, if you've never had Guinness, it's it's not like American beers because there's actually something to it, and it's, it's not just gutter water or whatever it is that, that you folks serve and call beer. Um. It, it's definitely got – that's where you get that, that famous Guinness head from is because it's got so many more particulates or whatever they're called. Unimportant. Oh. Boss man, please, please distract me by talking about my match so that I don't go out there and clobber English. <laughs> All right. Well, tomorrow, defending the Midnight Hobo Championship in front of your hometown crowd, uh, your, your yeah, fellow – Yeah, no pressure there. Your fellow Irishman – uh, is a, against the Hawkster bully. He is a 
the second consecutive member of Necessary Evil that you defended the Midnight Oboe Championship against on pay-per-view. Uh, and yeah, as I don't we all like know, that. I, I, this is a yeah. bad habit, and I don't, I don't know how this keeps happening. But I swear to God, if next week, if next month you put me against the threshing machine, we're gonna have words. Ooh, that would be a classic matchup for you. To, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, the longest reigning Midnight Hobo it, champion it, against. It's not the- funny. I refuse to acknowledge this. I, I am not going to let this. Um, what's, what's the thing that Americans say? I'm, I'm not going to speak this into being. <laughs> you've, you've got nothing wooden here. I can't knock wood if you've got nothing wooden here. Well, nope, not touch it. That's bait. El Vaca, don't you? Isn't your zombie knee made of wood? No, it's not, made it's out zombie, of people. Zombie knee is made of people. I I I went out, I well, well here I got, I went out earlier to to was without shopping I got a shillelagh is that good enough it's wood it's a shillelagh I I I know people okay now is is this like an actual shillelagh like that belonged to someone's family or is this one of the cheap touristy things oh it's a cheap touristy thing. I, I, oh, all right. I, well, then I'll, then I'll knock on that. That's fine. Yes, please knock on my shillelagh. No, no. I mean, since you're, since, since you're offering. Ah, <sighs> all right. <laughs> well, but talk to me about the Hawkster bully and your 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 proven opponent in front of your hometown crowd tomorrow. What's the, what? How do you expect the atm- What do you expect the atmosphere to be like when you're defending a talkster? Well, I mean, let, let me put it to this, and for, forgive me ignorance if if you don't understand the full context of this. But you've got an Irish woman from Dublin, in Dublin, defending her belt against a Brit. Do you, do you, do you understand how tense this is going to be? Mm-hmm. I, I kind of do. You know, thanks I, I, to uh, what was an unimportant historical of the incident, um, which is, you know, name, namely the British being bastards for the last 800 years. Um, it'll work out once Northern Ireland comes home, which if uh, your government keeps fucking around, is going to happen sooner rather than later. Mm. But at any rate, we didn't come here to talk politics. And, uh, no. As hard as it is for me as as an Irish woman not to talk politics when I'm home in Dublin, I will behave myself uh, and say that the Hawkster is definitely a tough pull. Um, he is never someone to take lightly. Um, and, of course, there is the added pressure of, of being home and in, in front of my friends and family and not wanting to lose at home to, an, to, a, to a, a Brit. Um, so I'm expecting this to be at least as tense as any other title defense I've ever had. Um, I'm hopeful, uh, that, uh, his, uh, good friend Sheik is too busy, uh, getting ready to lose to English for the 817th time. So he won't turn up to ringside. Uh, the threshing machine is obviously quite busy, uh, so that just leaves uh, Clay Lad, and I'm pretty sure I heard his name in a title match or two. 
So hopefully the rest of the necessary evil can mind their own business for once. We will see. It should be a good match. You versus the Hawkster Bully. Ireland versus the versus Britain. Uh, and yeah, I have a feeling that's going to be a pretty rowdy crowd when that match, uh, when the bell rings for that match tomorrow night at Cataclysm. Uh, anything else you'd like I mean, to cover, Maeve? Um, so I'd like to address more Corkworth's question about throwing a rock in Ireland and land in England. There are, unfortunately, certain places in Ireland where you can stand and have one foot in Ireland and one foot in England. And it makes me somatic and spit nails. But um, I will sit down with you and give you a 47-part lecture on all the ways in which Ireland is vastly superior to the United Kingdom. But this is not the place for that, Morcorcra. Uh, so suffice it to say, you're wrong. Anything else, boss man? No, no, that'll do me. That, oh, that, that, that. before I forget, before I forget, since I've got you both here, my mom wanted me to invite you both over for Sunday supper before the show. Oh, oh, vacant. You, you're gonna, you available to go to? That would be. So, but are you gonna sit on his lap in front of your mom? Boss man. Why? I just, I just wondered if you, you know, I'm sure she's listened to the show and heard this before. Look. But. look. I'm already going to have to talk her down because she's going to be like, look, he's a nice Catholic boy. You're getting older, Maeve, and you're not married. I don't I don't need to have this conversation with my mom. So, no. I will not be think, I will not be sitting on El Vacant's lap at my folks' house. All right. Well, just wondering. Yeah, just just thought it'd be it'd be, be interesting. That's all. All right. Well, we'll see you tomorrow then, Maeve, at your at your mom's house. And uh, after that, of course, RAWF Cataclysm. You will defend the Midnight Hobo Championship against the Hawkster Bully. Looking forward to it. Good luck. Thank you, Bossman. Good night, Vegas. Hasta <laughs> Bye bye. All right, El Vacant. Next up. Is Mr. R.A.W.F. himself? He is. Gentlemen, he is Judgment. Judgment, good evening. 
Good evening, Amadeus. Good evening, Elvis. Hola, senor. Hola. You seem a little somber tonight, Judge. Are you all right? I'm still recovering from this long-ass flight over here to Dublin. You're still recovering. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I had to fly back to the States to take care of some stuff. Then I go check on my private island. Then I had to fly back to Dublin, which is the most disgusting little area in the world. Been better off one than going down to Mexico or somewhere like that. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Right, you, right, but this week right, here in Dublin, this week here in Dublin, I mean, I, 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 I've been looking around for Spicy McHaggis' house, and I can't find it. Seems like, seems that the old chump has packed up and gone, just moved, moved away from here and everything. You 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 went and looked for Spicy McHaggis' house, a legendary Spicy... You, what What were you going to do if he was there? I was going to knock on his door and you know, wish him, you know, give him uh, some flowers. I had some flowers for him. I, uh, I, I, I had to go to the local cemetery. Isn't he Scottish, not Irish? Scottish, Irish, same thing. It just, get, they just get, got get, one's got an eye, one's got an ass. It's the same thing. One's got an eye, one's got an ass. Anyway, they didn't know who he was, so it was like, okay. They was hiding him. That's basically what they're doing. They're basically, they're just hiding him. So it's like, whatever. Well, Scottish, Irish, same thing. They all speak with a little fling fling, with a little phlegm in their throat. Uh, I don't. Mm-mm. Okay. But at any who, Judge, I need to talk to you a second about your match with Liam O'Shaughnessy last week. You got that match. You requested that match. And if you'd won... Uh, you're gonna ch- Liam would have had to change his name. However, you lost that match. Uh, anything to say to Liam O'Shaughnessy? Yes, the Michigan. He he. Um, it, it was it, uh, the, the 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 match is actually under review right now. The match is under review. What I yes. Apparently that, there was a, apparently there was some outside interference. Um. He and and uh, and Lemon Chiffon did not follow the rules. There were rules. So uh, the rule was in, the rule was instated that I was supposed to win, and he he chose to to, to ignore that rule. Oh shoot! <laughs> uh, okay. Well, 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 keep me posted on. So anyway, on I'm waiting happens. on Lemon Chiffon. Anyway, I'm 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 going to be a man of my word. I'm going to be a man of my word. I'm going to take his. Um, well, even though we were, even though the match is under review, I'm going to take the loss, and I'm waiting on him to tell me what to put on my name because apparently the Lemon Chiffon has something for me to do. So I'm waiting on him to tell me All right. what I should put with my name. Oh, I didn't know that was part of the... Okay, well, I guess we'll wait and see. Uh, yeah, we add we, a little thing to our name. You're supposed to change a little part of your name. you got to add a little thing to your name. It's a, it's a thing. Okay, well, uh, we'll keep we'll keep an eye out on that and see what you have to change your name to or change, put add to your name in Unstoppable. But uh, would you like to spin the wheel and find out who you face tomorrow at Cataclysm, Judge? You brought the wheel. I 
bring the wheel everywhere. The what? wheel is okay. Let's uh, you know. Hold on. Let me. I'm, I'm gonna spin it in reverse. Well, okay. You can spin it in reverse. It spins both ways. Kind of like. Uh, well, never mind. It spins both ways. So so is my last date. Okay. Ready. Uh, you ready? Go. Judge, I want you to repeat Listen, after man, it. even done this little da 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 da. Even done this little da da da. Because I, I know this one. This one's gonna be. This this one's gonna be a little tricky for you. So repeat after me. All right. Ready? Okay. okay. Ready. Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire. No. I did. Oh, I say oh. no. Mrs. Luzon. Luzon. Oh no. <laughs> warrior Warrior Queen Falcon. Queen Falcon Mrs. Luzon Warrior Queen Falcon is your opponent tomorrow Mrs. Luzon Warrior Queen Falcon That was pretty close Luzon Warrior Queen Falcon Luzon yes. Mrs. Luzon first Queen Warrior Falcon <laughs> there you go. So that is your opponent tomorrow at Cataclysm. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Judge, yeah. Play with Miss Who's on first. So Judge, you, you know, I mean, gonna... I mean, when you when you spin that wheel, when, when, when we spin this wheel, is, is, is it like a AA signal that goes up in the sky and everybody has like, you know, how people have AA anonymous? Is it like a? Is it, is it for for us in RWF? Is it like a? Um, What's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Is it like a um, um, RD? Does it show a big RD in the sky, like random draw, like for Batman when he gets his back to him? <laughs> well, no. No, but that would be cool. I might have to get one that does that. That's, that's not a bad idea, Judge. You might have to get one. I might have to one made. Because, <laughs> that, that, yeah, the RD signal, the random draw signal. That's funny. The RD like signal that. shines in the sky like Batman. I know that that actually would be cool. That would be very cool. I like it. Or you right. have a red phone with the one push button dial. Yeah, I okay. I, I, I kind of like that. Like, that'd be cool. Play the theme. Yeah, that would be cool. That. And then the theme song would be. And then when you when you light it up, it would be the little the little thing at the end of your at the end of your spinning uh, wheel. The little all right, so Judge, talk, uh, so I'm you just get, can you give us, you have something interesting going on in Hatfield, the Hatfield and McCoy division. Would you like to tell us what's going on? Hatfield and McCoy is changing, people. It has changed up. I, too, have went out and purchased me a generator. This generator is going to tell me a lot of stuff. It tells me what kind of matches we're going to have. It's going to tell me the length of the match, and it's going to tell me the duration of the match. Meaning, I'm going to put in all the stipulations, and I'm going to press the button. Whatever it comes up on, that's the kind of match you're going to have. Then I'm going to punch in the amount of time. If it says a two-day, if it says a three-day, or if it says a week, we're going to go with that. And if it says we're going to have 
a 30 minute or maybe a, a, you know it's, 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 it, man, I ain't, I'm gonna take that back I'm not gonna do the time time is gonna be confusing because people can't tell time but it's gonna be fun we're gonna have internet and then we're gonna go back and then we're gonna have one person who's gonna win it's gonna be one big tournament everybody's gonna go into the tournament the winner will face the champion at the picks pay-per-view All right. Wow, that sounds sounds awesome. I like it. Sounds like a good time over at Hatfield McCoy. Yeah, it's going to be something different. I'm not going to do points. Everybody wants to know why I'm doing not doing points. I'm not doing points because what may be funny to me may not be funny to you, and it's, to my opinion, you don't deserve the points anyway. I would do deduction points if you want me to do deduction points. Now, we can do deduction points all the time, but they won't let me do that because apparently they say I can't do that because it for equal rights or some shit like that. Okay. All right. Well, Judge, good luck to you tomorrow against Mrs. Luzon Warrior Queen Falcon. Can you say it again? I want to hear you say it. Miss Luzon <laughs> first, Queen Warrior Falcon. All right. We'll go with that. Uh, thank you, Judge. And uh, uh, anything else you want to add? Anything else I want to ask? Um, add, but after no, I don't think so. Oh, add. Yes. No, I don't want to say right now that could be incriminating to me. Why? Just never stopped you before. I know, but it's, it's we're in Dublin, and then the, 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 the I want to go find this place where Mae was talking about where you put one foot in England and one foot in. In 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 in, in, in Irish land, and have sex and be like, you could be starting starting having sex in 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 Irish land, and end up coming into you know, oh well I said lose that word into England. <laughs> you be coming into England. You see what I did there? Oh hey, ladies Start and gentlemen, he, <laughs> he is Mr. RWF. He is judgment. I'm uh, in England. Be back in a minute. I wonder if this 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 brick brack brick a brack or whatever it's called helps with headaches. Uh, at any rate. Whew. All right. With that being said, L vacant. Uh, have not determined yet a a site a city of where it's going to be. But I can tell you, Graveyard Smash comes to you live October 31st. Uh, date and time, the, the place to be determined. And so we'll have that official announcement tomorrow at Cataclysm. But uh, L Vacant, any, 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 let's talk about real quick a couple of the matches from Cataclysm. We have this newcomer challenging for the estrogen title. Her name is T Mac. Have you gotten a good look at her? And what do you think her chances are against Kitty Kabam? I no, I've no, I've not seen her at all. I don't, so I have no idea what her chances are. Uh, I mean, the real question will be: well, Does Kitty Kabam know anything about her, or is she going to be in that ring completely unaware of what she's facing? I mean, it's true. We, I mean, T Mac. The only the only matches we've seen T Mac wrestle were in the Biatch of the month. Uh, and but she went through. So let's take a look and see what a who all she beat in the Biatch of the month. Because uh, it kind of could be telling us. 
let's see. In round one, she beat it. She beat uh, the demented fallen angel. In round two, it's it's just angel bitch. In the quarterfinals, she beat whispering reaper. In the semifinals, beat DW. And in the finals, she defeated Cassie Joe. So, uh, I mean, yeah, no jokes there, right? Like that's that's a pretty good run. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's a five match run. So you can't say that uh, she wasn't impressive in that tournament. Can she beat Kitty Kabam and become the new estrogen champion in the her first ever attempt? We find out tomorrow at Cataclysm. Also, a couple weeks. See. Was it last week? No. Two weeks ago on Superstars in Manchester, Kayla the Governess defeating the Hawkster Bully to become the new Superstars champion, winning her first RIWF championship. So congratulations to Kayla the Governess. Um, and uh, interestingly enough, we've got several people tomorrow, El Vacant, that have opportunities to win their first RIWF gold. T-Max with the, challenging for the Estrogen Championship. You got Russian Hammer challenging for the Powerball Championship. And Big Papa could be uh, the Insane Mofo Champion. Which of those three do you think has the best opportunity to win their first RAWF gold tomorrow? Hmm. What am I actually going to get? Big Papa, um, T-Mac, and who's the, who's the third? Sorry. Russian Hammer. Funny enough, two of those are both against Killa, aren't they? Yes, they are, actually. Killa and Neptune facing both of two of those three, yes. <clears throat> I I think T-Mac has the best chance of winning their match. Okay. I, I'm, I, I can't disagree with that because Killa uh, Kill has been, pretty, has been uh, pretty good as of late. Uh, currently ranked number 10 in the top 25 and uh, could very well I mean, climb oh, all the way. Big Papa is no joke either. I, I mean, I think that's going to be a hell of a match with Killa. I mean, Killa's going to have to really bring his bring his top uh, top game to win that match. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I agree. It's just, and, but we will see if any of those three can win their first RAWF gold tomorrow at Cataclysm. All right. Our next guest is also competing in a handicap match tomorrow at Cataclysm, uh, taking on his brother Alex Caliber and his stepfather Calvin Clark in a two-on-one handicap match. The story uh, between this family just continues on. Let's bring on the man himself and get his comments before the big match. He is. No. No, that's not it.
Ladies and gentlemen, he is the mysterious Mark Caliber now joining us on After Hours. Mark, good evening. Uh, good evening, Ole. Uh, is my mic working here? Hello? Yes, it is. Yes, we can hear you just fine. Okay. All right. I haven't been in Dublin long, so I want to make sure I test everything out here. Mm. Understood. So, Mark, tomorrow taking on your stepfather, Calvin Clark, and your brother, Alex Caliber, in a handicap match. This has been a long time coming, but why taking on both of them at the same time? Why not take one of them and then the other in consecutive matches? Let's face it, L.A., they were bound to do something like this. I mean, I mean, the week after Alex showed his true colors, so to speak, like he's the one who made the challenge. And I did, I did take it some thought. I put a lot of thought into this. And it wasn't until a couple of weeks ago where I finally made my decision. But, I'm, but I wanted to prove a point as I was accepting the challenge. I don't know if you saw L.A., but um, I was in an undisclosed location as I, I put up that video. I don't know if you noticed what was behind me. There was a lot of tombstones, a lot of graves. You know me. I'm weird like that. Yes, yes, you are in more ways than one. Um, but at the same time, uh, what do you hope to, uh, I mean, it's going to be two on one. So your, your chances, not, not that you can't win, but uh, chances are fairly uh, uneven. What do you hope to accomplish in this match against your stepfather and brother tomorrow? You're trying to knock some sense into them, try to get yourself, try to reunite with them, get the family back together, or just teach them Melissa not to mess with you. You're damn right I'm going to knock some sense into them. I, I wanted to say that after what they did to me, I just felt like I was dead inside. Like I didn't matter, apparently. But I also wanted to say that despite everything, Calvin may think that I'm scared but I'm not. I've come back from worse than this. And you know what? I may feel dead inside right now. That doesn't mean that I'm going to run away. I never run away. The crow never runs away. At that moment, I accepted the challenge. I think it's about time the Avenger killer of killers actually stood up for once after so long of being messed up in the head and once again you're damn right I'm going to knock some sense into them and you know what I don't care about the odds I don't care if they have three four five maybe six I could care less I'll take both of them on and once I get finished with those two. I may finally get my hands on that backstabbing doctor who made them this way in the first place. 
All right. Well, good luck to you tomorrow, Mark. Uh, but because that is a handicap match, that is not your rankings match. Um, as you, as I mentioned earlier, you will be taking on the returning Allie Knight, the daughter of the Cougar, tomorrow at Cataclysm. She's out in the chat. Anything to say to Allie? Well, there is a couple of things that I do want to say. Um, Allie, first off, um, back in Commonwealth, I may have got off on the wrong foot. I want you to know that I am sorry. And the door is always open for you to come back if you want, up to you. But back to R.A.W.F. here. I know that you are a really, really tough competitor. And you've proven it time and time again. And I'm glad you're back. I want to wish you the best. And all I want from you is your best. Because you know that I'm going to bring mine. As I always do. Don't hunt what you can't kill. All right. Big night for Mark Caliber tomorrow at Cataclysm. Mark, good luck in both your matches, especially that handicap match. I have a feeling that could get a little rough. Oh, it's going to get rough, all right. Trust me. All right. Thank you, Mark L. Vacant. Your take on uh, what could happen when the family members gang up on Mark Caliber tomorrow. I mean, look, it, it doesn't look good for him. Right? It's not an even match. Uh, I, I, gave, I wish him all the best, but I will say this. You know, he said something in there that I have to agree with. He says, like, you know, the crowd doesn't run away. And that, that's true. I, we've watched him over the years take on some pretty impressive odds, go after some people that, you know, frankly, maybe he shouldn't. But he never backs down, and, and you got to respect that. So, you know, win, lose, or draw, I think he's going to prove something tomorrow. All right, should be a big match. I mentioned earlier about Graveyard Smash it be coming on October 31st on Halloween. It will come live to us. I've just, just been informed we have signed for Graveyard Smash to be in the Superdome in New Orleans. So that is going to be a hell of a card, hell of a night in New Orleans uh, for Graveyard Smash, El Vacant. Halloween night. Not eating the cake. What? Bringing me to New Orleans. I'm not eating cake. I told you what happened last time. What happened? I broke a molar on the baby of the cake. Not doing it. Oh, well, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. All right. Well, <clears throat> with that being said, Al Vagan, we look forward to Graveyard Smash, but tomorrow is Cataclysm, and this man... Our next guest has four title matches. He is challenging for four RAWF championships tomorrow. He is the title machine. He is.
and gentlemen, tomorrow night he challenges for four championships. Hatfield McCoy, White Lightning, Men's and Platinum Dragon. He is Mithras, the title machine. Good evening, Mithras. Hey, Mithras. Um, how are you doing? I got to say, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> holy crap. <laughs> um, thank totally. you for the opportunities, especially for the uh, white, uh, what's it, uh, the, um, the, the White Lightning. Um, one, I, I know that there was some qualitative decision making there, and I appreciate appreciate it. But got to hand it to, to Denzel. Obviously, he uh, he did a hell of a job, um, and uh, he went seven zero. But it was and it was close, I assume. So uh, thank you for that opportunity. But yeah, four four title matches. I hope I don't let you guys down. Well, I mean, it is what it is. I think this is a this is definitely a first that you may be the first person to challenge for four titles on one pay per view in RAW history. I'm sure there's been there's oh, been plenty I'm of sure, people. I'm sure Griffith. I'm sure Griffith will chime in. No, no, I did it 17 times last month. <laughs> but so let's let's start anyway. first of all. Let's start first of all. You mentioned Denzel. You'll be challenging him him for the Hatfield and Moy Corey Championship. Yeah. Uh, he he beat you in the in the high voltage invitational, but that was of course a yeah. in a high volt electric steel cage. This one will be a one on one and a regular matchup. Hatfield and McCoy, talk to me about facing Denzel. He is one of those guys that gets underestimated, and I don't care how long he's been in business or in the ring. He is he's tough as hell. Um, he's a big guy, and I I don't know. I have problems with uh, with his, the matches with him. So it, it will be interesting to see how this one goes. Um, I usually have a problem uh, connecting dots and uh, in, in matches with him, but hopefully this time, um, having just barely lost to him, quite frankly, um, you know, I think I, I, I think I figured out a few things about how to how to fight this guy. But he's tough, tough as hell. Tough and big. The man is did not is yeah. not called Denzel the Giant for nothing. Now, t- challenging the unsettled Chris Cage for the White Lightning Championship, electrified steel cage against a very dangerous individual. Uh, but you have been White Lightning champion before, so you know what it takes to win the title. Uh, talk to me about oh, yeah. facing Chris Cage in the cage. I, I got to say, that that I'm actually looking forward to, win or lose. Um, I think that's, that's a really – it's going to be fun, uh, you know. I, <laughs> I may come out of there with frizzy hair after all the electrocutions, but uh, you know that's fine. I don't care. Um, but I think it's going to be a fun match. He's he's. Uh, I see a lot of humor in the guy, and I I don't think a lot of people get it, and and I kind of do, but um, I think it'll be a tough match. He he is tough. Um, I think I, I think it's not hard to get inside his head. If that makes sense. Hmm. Really interesting. Okay. Well, it will be it, that. It, that definitely will be a good match. It will also be a good match when you face off with D's for the men's championship. Uh, and uh, you know, you've been in RAWS since pretty much day one. And but I can't. You know, a lot of the early history of the men's championship. It may be a title you won long time ago back in the day, but I don't recall if you ever have. I don't but either. yeah, me neither. Uh, but challenging D's for a title. You know why? At, at the, do you know? Do, do you know why? Do you know why? why? You have to win the arsehole of the month, Tourney, right? To be a yeah. contender. Yes. And I never wanted to have arsehole of the month on my list of achievements. Seriously, <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. Um, <laughs> I just, 
I, I didn't want it on there. And, and now it's like, ah, I don't care. <laughs> well, you know, it could be. There's a lot of worse things. And of course, that for that, well, yes, it, right. I mean, you're familiar with Dr. Payne, and I have to give him credit because uh, yeah. I, I stole his idea. Um, no, no, no offense, but I was. And that used to be when he did it was asshole of the month. I just changed it to arsehole. So maybe you know. Well, well but, you know, and an odd, an odd thing. You know, he he, uh, his manager passed away while we were in the middle of a match. Yeah. Do you remember that? that I do. Pretty terrible. So. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, yeah, moving moving ahead. I didn't want to have the arsehole of the month title on my uh, list of achievements, um, but now I don't care. Okay. Well, you got it now. It it is now in your achievements, and you will face D's for the men's championship. D's, as you know, a very tough opponent, someone you're very familiar with. Talk to me about uh, possibly winning the men's championship for the first time. Um, That is a really big goal and an objective. You know, I like to add new things um, because, you know, other stuff gets boring after a while. But uh, this one I really would like to add to to the list. Um, the challenge is that, that there's a very large and tough obstacle in, in front of it. Um, I've, we've met before. He's beaten me. I've beaten him. Um, it's probably pretty even, um, but it's always a good match. And we both have people in our corners helping us out, you know, giving us advice, I should say. And um, I think that he's got a lot of stuff going on, and, and it'll be interesting to see how the match turns out with with all of the other stuff. I mean, so do I, obviously. Um, so I, I think it'll be very interesting to see how, how it plays out, you know, with both of us having lots of other things going on. Um, and, you know, not being strangers to each other for years and years now. We've probably known each other for eight years and been on the same teams for that long. So it'll, it'll be good. He's a tough SOB. Yes, he is. And he, he 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 likes to dub himself Mr. R.A.W.F. Pay-Per-View, so uh, we will see what happens. <laughs> well, I got to say, I got to say, if, 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 you know, if the heavens open up and the world spins off its axis and, you know, comets come flying and crashing into the planet and I happen to win all four, I think I get that name. I, yeah, I, I, I would think that four, would be – Four, four, four in one pay-per-view. I mean, that definitely would be an achievement. But the biggest one, I think, the Platinum Dragon Championship. You, you lost the belt to Claymore at Philadelphia at Tropical Aggression, getting the rematch the, against your your fellow Necessary Evil uh, comrade. Talk to me about facing Claymore for the Platinum Dragon Championship for the second pay-per-view in a row. Claymore is, has always been my kryptonite and while we 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 don't have a a lopsided record in his favor what is lopsided is when it comes to important matches he he is i think beaten me most mostly in the important matches like titles or tournament tournament final and um that's that's weighing heavy on my mind um because i know that, that he's going to give it his all. Yeah, we're on the same, you know, uh, group, uh, necessary evil. Um, and, yeah, that's all well and good. But there's still, you know, friend, friendly competition uh, there. And he's going to give it his all. I know that. And, and he knows that I am too. 
Um, you know, so it's it, it's not going to break up the team. I think a lot of groups, things can get awful hot and heavy, and not seen it, but not not with us. I mean, it, it's like it, it'll get hot, yeah, it'll get heavy, but it's not going to have any impact on the group. All right. Well, you have a chance to be a two-time Platinum Dragon, maybe three, maybe three now I think about, three-time Platinum Dragon champion if you can beat Claymore tomorrow night in Cataclysm. So four big matches. Uh, You know, uh, it is is going to be a hell of a run if you can walk out of there with all four titles. Uh, Like you said, if – Hey, you you, know what? Uh, I just want to be able to walk out. (laughs) (laughs) I, I yeah, mean, I'll be happy if I just walk out. Yeah. <laughs> if you well, think I mean, about you it, got... all combined, little old 295-pound me will be facing, what, like almost 1,500 pounds of opponents? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's it's pretty be... heavy over. You got yeah, – you got – pretty big got to... When we say you have a big plate, we mean you have a big plate tomorrow uh, at Cataclysm. All right. So, Mithras, good luck to you in all your matches. And uh, real quick, since we have about four minutes left, is there anything you'd like to promote? No, not at all. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Mithras. Uh, Paragon, anything you would like to promote tonight? Uh, in honor of being here in Dublin, uh, it's a deep cut wrestling reference for super wrestling nerds. This is my all-time R.A.W.F. O.S.W. review boys stable. The Nightmare Child, not Akuma Muerte, the Nightmare Child. The Crow, Mark Caliber. The Metalhead, Ryan Osborne. Luigi Mario. And your boy, my boy, everybody's boy, Blaze McCoy. <laughs> and you, and speaking of your boy, Blaze McCoy, folks, check him out on Blazed Radio on YouTube, LTD, Leaning Towards Death. Uh, he does several shows during the week. Uh, check him out. It's a lot of fun. Also, check out EXW Elite Extreme Women, run by the owner of this radio station, Susie the Elf, on YouTube. Uh, moving right along. Mark, anything you want to promote real quick? Well, this one is the, has got something to do with Commonwealth Wrestling, but in the spirit of Dublin, I would like to promote Mave O'Hare. Did he just promote oh. me? He just promoted you, Maeve. Yeah, You're promoted. He, 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 you've been promoted. What am I promoted to? Does this mean a raise? You now get a desk by the it, water cooler. I don't, I don't. But anyway. All right. Here's the reason why. Mabel O'Hare has been the Scottish Claymore champion in my company for 300 days now. Wow. You know, this is just going to confuse Judgy even more because I've got Scottish belt. (laughs) Probably. But but besides that, besides that, Mabel O'Hare in Commonwealth as of right now is the only wrestler to hold a championship of any kind in my company to hold it for 300 days. Wow. Wow. Congrats, Maeve. Yeah, making records in well, all kinds you. of companies. Thank, and, thank and, you, Mark. And if you, think that's, if, that's, if you think that's confusing, Maeve, I hold 
I hold the Australian Hardcore Heavyweight Championship in Commonwealth. At least I did last I checked. But uh, so yeah, figure that one out. Uh, next up, Judge, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Judge. Judge. Judgment. Going once, going twice, and we need to move on. May have anything you'd like to promote? Um, well, uh, I'd like to say thank you to, to Mark and the, the Commonwealth Board for putting up for me with me for uh, 300 days. Um, until he contacted me the other day about it, I actually had no idea I'd held it for that long. Um, but um, I'm pleased as punch, of course. And I would like to promote... Um, I would like to promote Bossman because he puts up with a hell of a lot from all of us and he does it with good grace and he does it without ever putting one strand of that beautiful blonde hair out of place. So I would like to thank you for all that you do, Bossman. Thank you, Maeve, very much. Uh, L Vacant, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Uh, see, see, uh, tomorrow at the uh, Bibber View, uh, all of the trucks that we brought over, uh, we'll have a uh, special, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but it, it's, it was always requested, so we're doing it. We're having a, uh, we're having a corned beef tacos. Um, I'm told they're very good. I, I, I'll be honest, I haven't tried one because it kind of seems weird to me. But, yep, that's right. You heard it here first. Tomorrow's special corned beef tacos. Hmm. Interesting. Razor, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Yeah, just keep an eye out for the Powerball scene. Uh, in the next couple of days, I'll be opening it up for you to get your numbers for the next pay-per-view. All right. Thank you, Razor. And last but not least, the Immortal Griffith. Ladies and gentlemen, fans of RAWF worldwide, today I come to you to speak about a very serious and somber topic, and that is masks. Many of you refuse to wear them, regardless of how beneficial they are. Many of you say that, you know, they, you can't breathe properly when wearing a mask, when we all know that that's ridiculous. Many people have proven time and time again that there can be very strenuous activities in a mask. Uh, you know, look at all of Amsterdam. But So, please, I'm going to ask you now, in all seriousness, wear your masks. Luchadors aren't the same without their masks. You, you need to keep wearing your mask. Like the frilly ones with all the little like dragon wings off of them and the fake hair. It, it makes your sport what it is. And without the masks, it's, it's just boring. All right. Thank you, Griffith. One last thing I'd like to note. I'd like to uh, say get well soon to Tigress. She has come home from uh, – her manager has come home from the hospital uh, and is recovering so, Tigress, we're glad to hear that. That's great news. We love you and hope you come back real soon. This has been REWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network, folks. Thank you all for joining us. Tomorrow night, Cataclysm will go live on the here on the Back to Basics Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern. We will be live on air. So join us tomorrow for Cataclysm. For L Vacant, I am Lord Amadeus. This has been REWF After Hours. Maeve? Maeve?
Yes, Wolfman? Give me a traditional Irish uh, goodbye. What would they say? What? Really? Okay. What? Good night, everybody. <laughs>